Hello and welcome to another episode of Roughnecks Rundown. It's me, Jay Arnold, your host, and I have a special guest in the virtual studio today. I'm here with Raheel Ramzanali. Raheel, how's it going? What's up, man? How are you? Long time no see, buddy. Yeah, long time no see, huh? <laughs> How about those uh, Roughnecks off to a fantastic 3-0 start? I know, man. It's been a whole, what, 19 hours since we've last talked, which is awesome, which I love. <laughs> like, the best part about the games, of course, seeing winning football is great, but just catching up with everyone. Because you and I go back and forth on social media so much, but, you know, busy schedules, your work schedule, my work schedule, daddy life, work life, all this stuff. We never get to hang out as much, so these games turn into a nice little reunion as well. And we've been seeing a lot of each other, which I love, man. So it's really cool. And man, it's so much fun. The games are so much fun and they're winning. Jay, there's winning football. Ah, oh, it's the best. In Houston? Yes, in Houston. It's so much fun. We, <laughs> we've never seen a loss with our Roughnecks. Which is crazy to think yeah. about. I mean, getting back to 2020, the first go round, uh, it's just been an incredible run for the Roughnecks. I guess it's seven or no now, or is it eight? No counting uh, the, the previous rendition six and oh, right? Because we had three home games last iteration and then we had three, this one so far, okay. right? Cause the Seattle game See, this is why was I was a, a marking major. I was terrible at math. I'm no, I'm, I'm just going back. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the Seattle game was the third home game. That was the last game before everything shut down in like you think back you're like what the hell like this is is this a dream are yeah. we still like what's happening the, the bc yeah. times <laughs> um so it was three then i'm pretty sure and then three now so yes yeah, six and oh at home and then five and oh going into the the whole season three you know to start because we haven't even hit the road yet as a team which is yeah. nuts even though they practice on the road which is still mind-boggling right because they're in arlington all week then they drive back to houston but yeah, no losses since uh, you and I have been affiliated with the Roughnecks. I like to think that we have something to do. Yeah, with that. I'm. Hey, look, I just I just let everyone on the staff know that ever since I've been doing game day hosting for the Roughnecks, we've never lost a game. So let's continue the trend. Yeah, and speaking of that game day hosting, I mean you're you're a you're a pretty busy man. I called you the the hardest working man in Houston sports for a reason, right? I mean. You had a, uh, it seemed like quite a Sunday uh, between the Roughnecks and then also being over at the uh, Houston Sabercats in the Major League Rugby. Yeah, man. I'm, uh, I'm the luckiest man in Houston media, man, because I, I know how hard it is to get a job like this one, right? Doing the stadium hosting for the Roughnecks. And then you add on top, um, I get to do TV sidelines for Major League Rugby for every Sabercats home game. And that's like, these are two coveted positions for a lot of, you know, media members. Everyone's trying to grind. We're all, we're all friends, but we're all competing for the same positions, right? Like we're all trying to move our careers up. So uh, I, I never take it for granted. I know how lucky I am that, you know, I'm still getting a chance to do what I love and I'm still getting these positions. And there's days like days like yesterday where it just lines up where both teams are cool as hell, man, because one of them could have said like, no, you, you know, you got to be here on time for this. So I had to be at the Sabercats for a TV broadcast at 12 o'clock and the match, uh, excuse me, I have to be there at one o'clock. The game starts at two o'clock. So I need to be there an hour before I'm getting my interviews all set up. I'm, you know, getting notes from the teams and doing all my prep work for these TV hits. And 
the Roughnecks call time is three o'clock. Like I need to be there early because we have production meeting. It's a big event. It's a big production uh, on game days because you're working in conjunction with ESPN. You got to be on on the timings and all that stuff. So, you know, uh, Will and Yatsin over at the Roughnecks are like, don't worry about it. You're, you're cool. Just get here when you can. They could have easily been like, no, you need to be here. So you need to pick one or the other. And, you know, both sides were cool. So I did my TV uh, sideline stuff with the Roughnecks. And then I darted down 288 and took McGregor and got to the stadium and had some time, went over my script, went over uh, my co-hosting stuff with Kennedy Smith, who I'm co-hosting this year inside the stadium with. So we had plenty of time, which was great, man. And it was a busy day. I'm not going to lie. I got home. My calves were hurting. My ankles were hurting. Turns out, okay, turns out the retros that Nike makes, they are not the most comfortable shoes because I was rocking my silver bullets, my Air Max 97s, which I've always wanted. I got a pair. I was so excited to wear them. And Jay, my feet were killing me. And I usually wear Jordan 3 retros. Those are the heaviest shoes ever. I don't know how Jordan played in them. Okay, it makes no sense, but those were hurting. And I'm like, wait, the you know, Air Max is going to be better. It's all air. No, my feet were killing me, bro. I was done. <laughs> Dude, I can imagine. I would have had to have like the Dr. Scholl's inserts yes. and the, like the full nine yards. I'm surprised they didn't get you on like the helicopter, get you from the uh, Sabercats game to the to TDECU Stadium for the right next. I mean, uh, that, that Houston traffic is nothing to play with. Even on a Sunday, it can get a little bit rusty. I had to take some back roads. I, I had to use the uh, the ways <laughs> and I had, to, I had to make sure, you know, everything was good before I hit the road. Uh, and I know all the shortcuts now to get out of the Sabercat Stadium because I've worked two years as a stadium host for them as well. And then this third year, I'm doing the TV, as I mentioned. So I've left that stadium and entered that stadium many times. So I know the easy way out to beat traffic. So that helped a lot because there's a lot of traffic getting out of games. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, but you know, talking about being the stadium host, one of the things that I think the XFL does so well and the Roughnecks in particular have done so well. These games, people forget sometimes that they're games, right? It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to have such positive energy. And that's just something that I think you and, and Kennedy are bringing so much to the to the stadium at TDECU, uh, just to kind of keep the crowd involved. And on the flip side of that, it just seems like, and maybe this is just me projecting, but these XFL crowds are just really there to have fun. Yeah, they from the first moment, from the last iteration, uh, when Bert Emanuel hired me on, he's like, look, man, one of the big reasons we, we're picking you for this position is because we want you to be you. Don't don't try to, we're not trying to be the NFL. We don't want you to be all, hey, you know, this is a read and this segment is brought to you by X, Y, and Z and that's it. No, we want you to be you, like have fun engage with the crowd, play into the crowd. And then when I started working my games there, uh, Will Bebo, who is also the the current boss for me right now, he said the same thing. He's like, man, look, be you, have fun. That's what we want. That's what the XFL wants. And when he brought me back this season, it was the same conversation. Look, we're not going to shy away from the fact that people want to come here and have fun. And this isn't the NFL where it's, you know, it's a little bit more corporate. It's a little bit more, hey, everyone behave and let's not be too loud and let's not have too much fun here. We want you to have fun. Like we want you to embrace that. There's people wearing crazy costumes and going nuts during the game. And, you know, they might be drinking a little bit too much. So 
put some of those fans on on the screen and give them a memorable uh, time, right? And people will leave with memories. So that was a big thing, and they they're still doing that. Yeah, and it's it's like I said. I mean, the the environment has just been fun. I mean, dude, some of the tailgates out there are are it's like college football for me, where it's just like you said, it's not as a corporate of an yeah. environment. Uh, people just seem to be a little more authentic. I would say is, is one way that I've I've kind of looked at it, and man, I love hearing that the XFL staff is is kind of encouraging you uh, to to be authentic as well. Uh, but talking about the actual game, how about that Roughnecks defense? Yo, I mean, it just seems like they are playing incredible football. I mean, there's a goal line stand that I think the crowd went nuts for uh, towards the end of the game. I mean, can you kind of talk about? how it is seeing a defense play this well, and then kind of how the crowd feeds off of it as well. Okay, the defense from the first game, you you can just tell that this defense is going to be a, a traditional Wade defense, right? Like a Wade Phillips defense that is going to be blitzing a lot. It's going to be attacking a lot. The The front is going to be nasty. They're going to be in your face. Your cornerback's going to be a little bit more aggressive as well. And then the linebackers, they're going to hold everything down. I mean, like the linebackers are so fast or so strong and they've continued this, right? The uh, Arlington game, they looked so good. The San Antonio game, the big stand last night, right? It could be a potentially game tying touchdown because they could go for three. And then we're looking at overtime because there's not much time left then. And the offense wasn't doing much yesterday in the second half. So this defense has been uh, it's been leading the league and it continues to do so. And it really just reminds you of a Wade Phillips defense. And will teams adjust to it? I'm sure they will the second time around. But when you've got a Hall of Fame caliber coach and Wade Phillips, you know, he's going to adjust as well. So this defense is going to be it's going to be the bread and butter. And it, it's so much fun to watch them feed off the crowd. Like every time there's a sack, the crowd loses it. And. I know you are on the field before the game and the crowd is kind of trickling in. It's not as loud, but man, it, look, I'm not going to lie about the attendance here. We're not selling out the whole stadium. The upper level is still open. And the last two Sunday games have been a little bit less in terms of crowd than the initial home opener. But I can tell you it's been just as loud or louder being on the field when there's a big sack or a big interception or a big stand like yesterday, goal line stand like yesterday, it is loud. Like the energy is unreal. It's not, I mean, they feed off of the, the defense feeds off of it. And then the crowd feeds off what the defense is doing. It's so much fun to see everything go hand in hand. And it seems like the players almost interact with the crowd a little bit yeah. more than, than some other games. I mean, so that just kind of ups the energy in itself. I mean, in a, in a lot of ways, does that, as an in-stadium host, make you feel like your job's kind of easy whenever you have the uh, the players getting involved to keep that energy level up? I'm saying well. players are involved from the moment they walk out for warm-ups. When the gates open, fans are out, and the players are going over there, shaking their hand, making a personal connection. Wouldn't you, like I, I don't know about you, but for me, I root a little bit harder in sports when I know the person that's playing or fighting. Right. Like I just root harder and there's an emotional investment when it comes to that. And I think on an organic level, that's what the players are doing. And I don't know if look, that's a marketing technique. And I don't think they're doing this on purpose. Like, hey, you know, this is a marketing one on one. No, I, I think they really feel like, hey, this is a great opportunity for me as a player. 
I want to embrace every moment here. And these fans are coming out to watch me in March when they could be doing anything else on a beautiful day. I want to go say hi to that kid. I'm going to go say hi to that parent. I want to go say hi to that family and give them a memory that this player, that even though you don't know me, now you do. You're going to be rooting a little bit harder. You're going to be cheering a little bit louder during the game because you met me. And I think that's been one of the big things because these players, you see it. I mean, from the moment they walk out, they're going shaking hands. They're walking around. After the game, everyone's exhausted. They still stick around, say hi to uh, fans on the field. It is so cool. And that creates this incredible atmosphere and energy throughout the whole game. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, like, like you've said, it's, it's just an incredible environment and it feels, it just feels more fun. And at the end of the day, that's what we want in sports. It's something that I think we forget often just because uh, there's so many emotions wrapped up in the game that we, we forget. It's just supposed to be exactly. It's just fun. Like have fun. Everything you do needs to be fun in life. So why not in sports, right? And and uh, Kennedy Smith, who's done such a good job co-hosting with me, we, you know, one of the big things that they wanted to do was like play into the fact that she ran D1 track, right? And have fun with that. So let's go race a random fan, have fun with this and make it a memorable experience for every fan that's out there. And yesterday she lost because at the last minute I was like, hey, Kennedy, let's make it a little bit more fair. I'm going to put down some uh, drillers. Those are like the cheer squad guys. And they're going to be your human hurdles, okay? Like, let's make it a little bit more fair. So she's like, cool, let's do it. It's going to be fun, right? She does it. She loses the race. But that was the best thing to happen because now this guy who beat her, Dusty, is over here shotgunning Zoa energy drink. And he's just throwing it. He's going Stone Cold Steve Austin, just dousing himself with Zoa energy. Fans are losing their mind. They're having fun. Now they're amped up for the second half. And they're cheering a little bit louder. They're they're remembering all this excitement. And that's because everyone from the moment, like Kennedy was like, yeah, let's have fun, right? She could have easily been like, nah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's a good idea or not. She's like, yeah, let's go. Let's have fun. And we executed. We have fun. Fans have fun. They cheer louder. They're going to remember that forever. And the team keeps winning. We'll remember that forever. And everyone's having fun. Like, what? you cannot beat that atmosphere. Like, good luck trying that in any other stadium or any other arena, you're not going to get away with that. Yeah. And it, and it's, it's the fact that as more funds had, I mean, people are going to want to bring their friends yes. out. People are going to want to bring their kids out. You're seeing all these things and it's just, a, uh, it's fun to see this grow. And, and like you said, I mean, with attendance, I think it's a little bit difficult with it being Sunday games, just because, you know, people have work, there's all kinds of things going on the next day. Uh, but, I do think that when we come back to Houston after this break, people are going to miss the Roughnecks a little bit because of the away games. I think they're going to want to get back into TDECU Stadium and and really try to pack that place out. But, Raheel, with us going to these away games, do you have any any plans? Are you going to make it to any of those games or are you going to stay down here? Bro, I am enjoying my next two weekends off. I haven't had a weekend off since the beginning of the year. Um, You know, with the – Again, this goes back to like, I'm fortunate. I'm so lucky that I get to do this and I get these opportunities. But between the UFC fight pass play-by-play for Fury FC with the Roughnecks starting up, with the Sabercats now in play, with my daughter's volleyball, Girl Scout camps, everything going on, I haven't had a weekend just to chill, like just sit back and relax. It was so funny. Last weekend, I got home. uh, It was after the Roughnecks game. I put my stuff down and I was exhausted because uh, I had a game uh, at a Sabercats game as well. 
So I come home, I tell my wife, I'm like, oh, I cannot wait. Next Saturday, I'm going to go play basketball in the morning. I'm going to relax the rest of the day. And that's all I want to do. And she goes, uh, did you forget you've got your daughter's volleyball playoffs that Saturday night and you're emceeing for them because they found out I do sports stuff. So they're like, hey, why don't you emcee? <laughs> so then I was so mad. I was like, oh, the, the look on my face. Hey, you bro. need all the experience. Bro, you get, right? so <laughs> but it was cool. Like I get to be there with my daughter and watch her play and her friends. Right. It's, yeah. it's fun. But that was my one night off. Like I just want to sit on the couch and just not do anything. Yeah. So I'm going to do that this weekend. I'm not traveling with the team. The next two weekends, I'm off. Although we have a spa birthday party for my daughter coming up on March 18th. That's right. If you want to join, Jay, let me know. We got one more invite left. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said it's a spa? Oh, man, man I'm these birthday parties are crazy now. Yeah, you know, there's like a, yeah. <laughs> a, a, a bus that comes to your house and, and you know they get do like whole spa treatment on your kid. I don't know why my eight-year-old wants a spa treatment, but you know, she's living that she's living that luxury life now. <laughs> I mean, with as many steps as you got in between the saber cats and the roughnecks, you probably need that spa day a little bit too. Yeah, there, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. So I'm taking the next couple of weeks off. And then um, when is it? March 24th is a Friday. I'm back in San Antonio for UFC. And then I don't have a week off until like June. So a weekend off yeah. until June. But Man, it's it's been so much fun. And I'll tell you what, I was struggling yesterday in like the third quarter. I was tired and that crowd picked me up and it was the boost I needed, man. And I was I, I didn't sleep till like one o'clock yesterday because I was so amped from the game. That finish was so cool. Yeah. So I was I was awake till like one o'clock. Well, dude, that's what like people don't realize is the energy from the stands. You're feeding off mm -hmm. that. They're feeding off your energy. You're all feeding off the players' energy, and it's just like a a positive cycle there that you get going, and it's it's just uh, it's a fun to see too as an observer, yeah. right? To see you go to work and and watch you feed off that crowd, and then in turn get that crowd going. So uh, it's uh, thanks, man. It's a lot of fun, but Raheel, we'll let you get back to it and uh, enjoy these next couple weekends of rest. Uh, make sure you're uh, ready to go whenever uh, duty calls. Uh, at the end of March or uh, into April, I guess for uh, your next in-hosting duties for the the, the play or for the for the Roughnecks. yeah April first, I believe we're back in action for the Roughnecks. Um, no April, Fools. no April Fools, but you know we're gonna mess around and uh, we're gonna be cracking some jokes all night long, and you know hopefully the team comes back in with an undefeated record. And I encourage everyone to get your tickets; they're really affordable tickets. That's the other thing, also in my opinion, that helps with the energy in the crowd, like. You're not spending a ton of money, so you feel a little bit better about it, right? Because when you go spend a lot of money, I, uh, uh, for me, like your boy is cheap, okay? So when I spend money and and it's like when I get there, I'm like, I'm going to be on my best behavior. I don't want to get kicked out. I'm going to really indulge in this moment. Roughnecks, you get there, it's affordable seats. Bring the whole family. Bring your whole crew out. You can have fun, and it's not going to break the bank, man. Like that's the best part. So, And if you're out there and you see me, please say hi. Uh, love interacting with everyone i appreciate everyone coming out there and supporting the team and uh jay it's always fun talking to you and seeing you as well so I i'm excited to see you on april 1st as well buddy yeah can't wait to see you out there and i'll have to make it over to one of those fury fights one of these days open invite i told you anytime you want man come on over i'm gonna share my prep with you so you can look at up all the fighters i do that anytime i invite everyone i go hey here's my prep so you can follow along because i know a lot of people don't know a lot of the fighters these guys are on the come up and yeah. Uh, you want to know their stories. So like I have their personal stories that I write in and I'm prepping. So 
open invite, man. Come join us, man. I got you cage side seats anytime you want, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks again for joining us for heel. Uh, it, it was a pleasure and I uh, can't wait to see you back out there. April All right. 1st. I'll see you, man. Thank you for having me on go rough next. So we do really appreciate Raheel joining us. Uh, it was great to have him on. Obviously, we're super excited about uh, the upcoming season. We're going to have some away games, so uh, we won't be in the stands for those. But before we let y'all go, kind of talk about what happened in the game uh, on Sunday night. So the San Antonio Brahmas get off to a quick start, uh, touchdown drive. Uh, it was, you know, kind of a quick quick pounce for them uh the roughnecks answer right away uh able to to drive back down the field uh brandon silvers to to john trey kirkland who uh was kind of the star of the game uh john trey kirkland also gets a two-point conversion they go up and then it was really the roughnecks defense taking over for the rest of that first half three three and outs uh the roughnecks tackle on a couple more touchdowns before the half uh you know, they, they had an opportunity to get a field goal there before halftime to, to make the game uh, 25 to 7. Weren't able to get it. Uh, but coming into the second half, there was some, uh, some fun events. Uh, it was kind of chaotic there. There were some turnovers. Uh, you saw the, uh, the Roughnecks. You thought, saw Brandon Silver throw an interception uh, picked off by Anthony Tejada. Then the Brahmas go down and score, which seems to be a little bit of a recurring theme uh, that the Roughnecks really don't give up points except off of turnovers. Uh, Understandably so. Obviously, that's a lot of momentum. But then the Brahmas take it down to the goal line and the Roughnecks have this incredible goal line stand that I mentioned when me and Raheel were talking and the energy in, in TDECU Stadium was just electric. I mean, just a, a fantastic environment. Uh, and the Roughnecks were able to hold on and win the game 22-13. to 13. They win and they cover once more. Uh, your Roughnecks are undefeated uh, for the 2023 season. As we head into this stretch of road games, obviously the Roughnecks going to get tested a little bit more. Uh, next week, they're up against the Seattle Sea Dragons. They'll make the, the trip up to the rainy Pacific Northwest. It'll be a Thursday game. Uh, or Sorry, I'm skipping ahead. First, they have Orlando this Saturday, March 11th. Uh, then next week, they have the Sea Dragons on Thursday. And then they have their final road game of the, of the uh, stretch. They go to the D.C. Defenders, take on that awesome... Uh, DC Defenders crowd. Uh, I also want to give the Defenders a shout out because that crowd is just incredible content. Uh, they had another Beer Snake uh, event happen this weekend. I think uh, it went from the very bottom of the stadium all the way up to the top and then kind of curled around. I mean, it's just uh, an incredible environment they have there. Kind of wish I was going to that one. Uh, but then finally, as we mentioned, the Roughnecks are back in Houston, April 1st, taking on St. Louis uh, Battlehawks, A.J. McCarron. Uh, it, it's been an incredible season. We'll see if the Roughnecks are able to keep up their winning ways uh, with a stretch of road games. I think it's going to be a really tough test. Uh, but as always, we appreciate all of you for joining us. Uh, it's been a 
a lot of fun having Roughnecks Rundown be this podcast. You know, as we get the uh, Apollo guys back from Florida at the end of the month, once uh, once they get done with spring training, we'll be back in the studio. Uh, thanks for bearing with us in the meantime, and we hope you enjoy Roughnecks Rundown. Make sure to give us a review, uh, subscribe, share with your friends if you're enjoying the show. We appreciate you listening.